You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Wizards, rainmakers, rock stars, gorillas, and gurus. WebmasterRadio.fm. Come visit our magical Webmaster Wonderland. We got a mouse, too. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another week of Domain Masters. I'm Monty Khan, your host. I have two guests on tonight that I think will be very valuable for everybody. Uh, my first guest is going to be Roy Barrett. Uh, he's one of the founders and the business development manager for StormWest Corporation. Uh, Storm West is a leader in interactive advertising and one of the leading technology service providers for the financial services industry. Why is that relevant for, for domains? Well, uh, uh, Storm West owns 10,000 domain names and uses them both for their current and future initiatives. And we're going to talk about uh, 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 the business and Roy's experience with domain names for, uh, dating back from the early days when domain names were free. I met them at SES, and uh, they're also launching a very interesting parking panel um, type uh, uh, product, which will merge a bunch of parking companies together in one control panel. Um, similar to our Traffic Club system, only Traffic Club will be actually part of that parking panel, and uh, again, another way to help monetize domain names, both geo-targeted geographically and by industry segment, and so I thought that was pretty interesting to have them on. My second guest tonight will be Gary Landry. Gary Landry is the current uh, CEO for SEO Extreme Holdings. He was the former CEO of Frederick, Fredericks of Hollywood and uh, one of the founders and vice presidents of uh, the e-commerce and strategic division of Tech Data Corporation. Uh, quite an ex- experienced uh, fellow and uh, someone who is coming up with a, a new domain keyword strategy um, around SEO optimization, and uh, we'll be talking to him on the second half of the show. Um, with that, we're going to break for a couple commercials, pay some bills, and be back on with um, Roy Barrett and uh, Gary Landry. Stay tuned. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned.
Cyberspace, the final frontier. These are the voyages of your new business enterprise. Its ongoing mission to explore strange new domains, to seek out new sites and new monetizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. WebmasterRadio.fm. So logical. You'll go out of your Vulcan mind. Google AdSense. How do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as passion.com and fastcupid.com represents enormous profit making opportunities for webmasters just like you with FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet get more traffic maximizing details now at friendfinder.com I took on Rob from Best of the Web, who beat my ass three to nothing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you did that. I don't know. He just, he got me. I have no excuses. I wish I had an excuse, but I don't. He got me. If I was going to go into a sumo outfit and wrestle someone, I would have picked someone small. Why did you pick someone so big? (laughs) You, you son of a bitch, you. You went up to him and told him that I challenged him, and then they go, shoot buddy to the front line. And I go up there, and he's like, what, what, you want a piece of me? And I'm like, I was told you wanted a piece of me. And then you come over to me, and you're like, hey, Rob said he's going to kick your ass. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what you did. Net Income with Shoe Money. Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm. Because not everyone's last name is Gates. Domain Masters. So you're still master of your domain. Yes. <laughs> master of my domain. Here's your host. 
Hey, folks. Welcome back to Domain Masters and uh, a great show. Uh, as I mentioned before, my first guest, Roy Barrett, is the business development manager and one of the founders of StormWest Corporation. Uh, StormWest is, again, a leader in the interactive advertising uh, space and is one of the leading technology service providers for the financial industry. They specialize in media buying and lead generation for the mortgage, debt, and cash advance verticals. Uh, we spoke a little bit about that in the last couple shows, uh, about these particular niche segments that are really valuable to the online affiliate and online uh, advertising industry. Um, their, their lead generation and their contextual search monetization products are, um, are something that a lot of people use, and uh, they own about 10,000 domain names. Roy, welcome to Domain Masters. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, I guess you recovered and everything from SES and uh, oh, yeah. back in the saddle, huh? Oh, yeah, definitely. Trying to... To, to get back into things, so great. Um, I hope it was a good show for you guys. It was a great show for us, and uh, as the only ICANN accredited registrar and domain monetization company, there uh, uh, we get to definitely get the cream of the crop and uh, make a lot of great uh, introductions and relationships. And glad we met you guys. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, definitely. Same here. So give me um, give me a little bit of background and give the users a background, the listeners a background, a, a little bit about your business, how you got started, and um, um, what uh, StormWest really does. Okay. Well, both as StormWest as, as, and as myself, um, yeah, I started registering domain names um, individually back in 91, 92. And uh, StormWest actually formed as an entity around 95, 96, uh, not necessarily um, associated with uh, the interactive marketing industry or the domain name industry. Uh, Storm West was was mainly uh, a print design shop, and uh, we we did creative, and which eventually evolved uh, into doing more and more web creative, and um, leads us to where we are at today. Um, I started buying domain names back in the free days when you had to um, fill out the the internet um, registration templates and send them in, um, and and eventually they they started costing a hundred dollars, I guess, for two years. Um, as far as registering domain names, we um, we started acquiring a few here and there, but um, compared to the market today, uh, it wasn't really cost prohibitive. Or it was cost prohibitive for us to to, to buy them in scale. Um, now we, we just recently started um, monetizing our domain names with uh, with the keyword buys and the parking uh, systems, probably within the last uh, twelve to eighteen months, and um, it, it's working out really well for us. And um, well, we're launching our parking panel system um, at Traffic East in in Miami um, in October. So, um, ho- hopefully, we're hoping that that it'll be a good thing for us. Now, you guys own about ten thousand domain names. What what kind of industry segments are they? Are they all around the financial debt consolidation, uh, cash advance industries, uh, or are you venturing into some other spaces now with this uh, portfolio? Well, when we first started, our portfolio was probably a good 80 to 90% financial services. Uh, mortgage names, debt consolidation, debt help, um, cash advance, uh, even going into the student loan consolidation and some of the, the hotter growth industries of, of today. Um, we found now that instead of focusing on our strict lead generation verticals that we can um, really step outside of that circle now and, and instead of selling our inventory ourselves, you know, we can count on our, our feed providers to, to sell that for us. So all we do is um, aggregate the information, aggregate uh, the domain names, and, uh, you know, let them do the selling for us. Right. Now, um, did you buy, are you buying domain names or have you been buying domain names at, that have been available to register? You've been playing the drop market and the expired name market, buying in stealth in the aftermarket and, you know, on, on sites that are like, uh, you know, C2 and Afternic or a combination of all? 
A combination of all. Primarily, we started uh, a couple of years ago playing around with the drop market, and uh, this is before all the relationships with the registrars, um, and it was a lot easier a couple of years ago when we were playing. Um, we would be pretty successful in getting page rank, high page rank names, high uh, overture score names, and um, getting them the day they drop. Now it's a little bit harder with all the competition in the space. Um, a lot of the names that we have carried over when they expired two, three years ago, and we've renewed them. Um, but, you know, as I said, it's only been 12 to 18 months that we've really been monetizing um, a lot of the names to, to their fullest potential. So um, a lot, some of the data that we have isn't as, as thorough. Uh, a lot of these we use for, for search engine optimization. So, um, so you know, give me, give me an the, example of uh, give me an example of a couple of the names that you guys use for SEO and how you use your domain names for SEO because we we talk uh, I have a lot of SEO experts on the show okay. and um, domain names have now become such a key part to their strategy mm-hmm. on SEO. Um, give us a, give us a, like a little bit of background on how you guys use it, how people should use it that are listening, um, use the domain names from an SEO standpoint to their advantage. Well, from an SEO standpoint, see, we're moving away from that model now that we're um, actually taking these and, and putting them on the, the domain monetization site. So, mm-hmm. uh, for, for example, one of our sites, which was once a, a big bank, they dropped the name. Um, it, it's a mortgage site, and it gets a significant traffic. We, For years, we had a, a mortgage form on that site, and um, this site now, we're actually driving to um, a domain um, parking page, and it's generating significantly higher revenues from that parking page than uh, when we originally um, drove it directly to uh, a user form. So, right, right. Uh, that, that was one of the things that we've been talking about through a lot, several of these shows is that there's the big debate that's out there that does having a site with content or with um, that's really focused on the linguistic meaning of the domain name with a bunch of stuff actually monetize better than even a parking page that maybe has uh, you know ten linguistic links on that particular page. And really, the verdict is still out on what monetizes best because you don't know what the end user is actually wanting to accomplish by typing that domain name in the URL line. Yeah, well, I think it really depends on the name. It really depends on your feed provider. It really depends on uh, the actual market. If you're, if if all of your inventory is selling on the the pay per click search engines, on the Google's and the Overtures, and um, all of the, the the feeds that that your provider, that your parking provider is using, then definitely um, you're going to be able to get a higher yield because uh, they're bidding the price up so high. Um, whereas if if you get in a niche market where you're generating, it just it really depends on where the margins lie. If um, you can generally generate more yield where um, where you have more of the margins and more of the meat on the table. So if you're dealing with the end users, but you know it all goes back to um, do you want to have your own sales force where you're taking all of that inventory, monetizing it yourself, and and doing um, closing it all the way to the end user, or would you rather just hand off the click, um, collect your revenue, and and keep going? Right, right. And so you've had experience with both, and now. Um your strategy for the 10,000 names or some segment are to, to build out some and to, you know, leave some on a parking page scenario? We build some out, but instead of just doing a strict pay-per-click um, strategy on these, on a lot of them we, we, we drive our own uh, traffic to. Like, for example, on the mortgage, we're getting upwards of, um, on some of these, $150, $180 per lead. So uh, it benefits us most. To, to drive the traffic to, to our forms, whereas um, if you try to build it out yourself or try to build out your own advertising network, you, you can't, we, we have a network of 3,000 lenders, so the, we're selling directly to the end users, whereas 
it's taken years and years and years to build up that business. Um, whereas Google, they, they bid all the way up to the maximum amount they can pay. So it's, we can't even buy um, paid keywords on, on Google, on Overture, because they're bid up so high, it's so competitive. So you're, you're better off just driving the traffic um, to that particular feed provider. Or um, generally, most of the time, it's not, it's not worth getting into the logistics of the business itself, the underlying business itself. Right, right. And so th- so that's interesting because that's more of a CPA model, obviously. And so um, CPA is coming back around in our industry, even on from a domain uh, strategy standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, so CPA existed a long time ago, then kind of got uh, pushed to the side and now coming back to life. Talk to us about the strategy of um, or, or why you see that resurgence in CPA. I mean, even Google's now uh, launching uh, in beta a CPA uh, a monetization system. Um, Explain to, uh, explain to the users, since you've had experience in the past in that and stuck to your guns on CPA models in, in terms of your bi- current business model and how one can, you think could use domain names to, to their advantage in that. Oh, definitely. Uh, uh, CPA is a great model. CPA is a model that works when the, the product's right, when uh, your, your sales force is right, and when you can monetize correctly. Uh, what you have to do, you have to have a really um, intimate relationship with, with your metrics and your pricing models. Uh, a uh, CPA has a CPC, an effective CPC price attached to it, just like it has an effective uh, CPM price attached to it. Um, you just have to know how to back your metrics in both ways, whether it's uh, your, your target CPA when you're buying on a CPM or CPC model or vice versa. Um, if if you have a, a good relationship on what your traffic's worth and what industries you work best with, then uh, it's really not an issue what, what pricing model it's set at. If you know that you're getting a dollar a click on Google, but... Um, you can generate a lead for forty dollars, and it takes you forty clicks to generate that lead. Then you know you're about equal. Now, if um, it takes you two clicks to generate that lead, then you're better off paying on a CPA model than you are a CPC. Right, right. And so this really works well, obviously, when you're in an, in niche markets like you guys are, where you know the mortgage industry, you know the debt consolidation industry. I guess mm-hmm. it's much harder when you're spread across. Um, tons of different verticals because it's hard to have relationships with all those different verticals, right? Oh, definitely. And there are a lot of companies out there that try to do too many things. They, um, they've got big sales forces, and they, they try to monetize these leads. They try to monetize the traffic. They, they try it from every angle, and it's really impossible, uh, you know, unless you're the size of a Google and the, the, your traffic source is your own. Um, it's, it's too hard to go out there and, uh, and manage all the traffic in one place. So... Um, you know, on, on new verticals, unless it's uh, an under-monetized vertical, uh, we wouldn't go as far as saying it would be worth it to to build your own vertical unless you know it's something new and you're on the edge of it. If everybody else is doing it, it's probably already too late. Now, um, knowing the space that you're in, what do you think the next hottest vertical is um, that you can foresee, uh, you know, both coming to, coming to um, fruition now and maybe into the future? Well... I mean, it changes all the time. It really depends on, on factors that, that you can't project. If you look at, um, like, student loan consolidation was was a huge industry, and everybody was doing it um, until July 1st when the Stafford loan rate went up. Um, now it's it's a little bit tougher, but they changed the laws at the end of June saying that you can refinance with any lender. So, uh, you know, unless you work in the industry every day, day in, day out, it, it's hard for you to know what, what the hot markets are. And... Um, it's hard for me to say that that I know everything about every market um, out there. So, what it, the best way to to price is? I mean, you can wait for the the bids to go up on Google or Yahoo, but chances are, if it's hot enough, um, 
your, your bids are going to go up and you're definitely you'll get more yield out of your traffic um, as soon as the, the real market price is it. Right, right, right. And so um, are, are you guys are still registering, you know, uh, um, many domain names every uh, single, you know, week, I guess, or every single day, right? Well, we're and, and I understand you're actually looking at other extensions besides .com. You're getting some success out of some of the second-tier TLDs that people wouldn't think monetize that well. Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, like the .business, .info is... Um, you know, we tried it out as a, as a small test on the, the monetization, and some of them were doing, uh, you know, pretty significant revenues on um, for domains that have only been out there a year, two years. Um, so, yeah, I mean, experiment, and even if it's it's not an easy slam dunker, you don't think the name is going to be right. Just just test it and see. The only way you can you can do it is uh, go out there and test it, test the names and see how how they work for you. Right. Now, um, from a metric standpoint, your metrics are, uh, you know, core to your business and making sure that you're measuring uh, constantly on your performance and, and, you know, spending less and earning more all the time. What's the best measuring tools that people can use uh, that are listening uh, to measure those types of metrics and make sure that they're getting good ROI? Well, really, um, you, you have to watch your metrics and see your standard metrics when you're when you're monetizing domains and I don't understand your question if it's directly in the domain monetization if you're monetizing your domains uh, you know you want to see uh, you know per impression how much you're, you're making you want to watch the source of your traffic if you know your traffic is uh, mainly um, German type in traffic then you may try it with a provider that will work better with uh, with, with German search results with, with German feed providers um, and that's really the main thing is when you you do it in scale and volume, uh, a lot of people out there are registering tons of names, and um, they're, they're really out there pushing um, all, all different types of names. Um, you, you have to really pay attention to, to what you're registering and uh, make sure you're not under-monetizing your, your domain traffic. Now, are you using any particular tools like brand name tools, both for the, the measuring of the metric side and for the selection of the domain name side? Do you use any outside tools other than what you guys have in-house? Everything that we've built is in-house. All of our, on the conversion side with the, the cookie and pixel tracking, uh, there are a lot of great tools out there. Uh, everything we do is custom, so uh, we have to back our numbers in in real time, so we opt a lot of people, they come back and they re-optimize every hour, every week, every month, or they, they go in by hand and they say, okay, this is converting, and they A, B it. We uh, use more of a real-time approach, and, uh, you know, we scale everything by a lot of different dimensions, not just um, not just which one's converting, if this one's converting better than this one. Um, we, we slice by, by geo-targeting tools, we slice, we day part, we... Um, we we do a lot of different things to ensure that uh, we're getting the most value out of each domain. And, you know, it's always a, a constant tweaking process. So um, hopefully by the time we launch our platform, we'll be able to um, really bring some insight into into the marketplace. Right. Now, the um, you've, you've had a lot of time with, uh, I guess you, because you've been in the business for so long, um, you know, you've been pretty open to all kinds of different partnerships to help advance your your business, you know, partnering with others. Um, so what's your philosophy on partnerships with other organizations, other um, people in your space, even competitors? Well, you know, I mean, you just have to be open to, uh, to partnerships with, with competitors. Um, you, you can't be too cocky about it, um, even if the idea sounds crazy. You know, when I first started um, doing the direct response interactive uh, about 1999, 
um, th- there was a lot of resistance out there from these dot-com CPA networks. They didn't want to try to run this on a CPA. Um, you know, CPA was, was too risky for them. They didn't want to take the risk, and a lot of those companies are gone today. Um, it, it was the ones that were out there testing the, the new models that were really making a, a dent in the industry. And um, a lot of those that are out there are still around today. The ones that are too cocky about their traffic are... They they end up with their their traffic unsold, and it's you you can't you can't do that you can't do that you have to be open to at least test and retest right and do you um, so you currently have um, does does Stormwest have um, you know existing partnerships and stuff even with your core competitors in order to oh, help yeah. advance the industry oh yeah definitely I mean we work with our biggest competitors so we have a love hate relationship with with many people um, and it's just one of those things where we can supplement. Uh, other companies where their weaknesses are and vice versa. And, um, you know, we shouldn't all be... We, we help uplift the industry by, um, by, by cross-selling, and that's the only way we can stand to succeed. And what are some of the hard lessons that you've learned, um, you know, through your experience? Uh, what, what are some of the key mistakes that you've made that you've learned from that's helped really turn around um, direction in your business? You know, I... Like on the domain monetization side, it's it's really more than uh, a one dimension one dimensional percentage of uh, of, for instance, feed providers. You you can't look at you can't look at it like okay, this is eighty percent of a Google feed. It 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 will pay out the highest, or um, or whatever the metrics are. You have to look at it from different angles and, and really step back and get perspective. Um, on the domain monetization, it's, it's not uh, a skin deep. Um, business, you you have to look at the numbers at the end of the day because they'll tell the truth. Um, it doesn't matter how fancy or colorful the the templates are on the landing pages. Um, you, you you have to look at the numbers, and uh, really, I think that the, the the biggest thing is tomorrow may not come. You may wait for tomorrow to come, and tomorrow may not may not ever come. Um, you know, these rules are made up as we go; they change all the time. Um, I, I can functions one way today, and it may function differently tomorrow. It's it's always changing. It's 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 ever changing. So, um, really, you just you have to learn to monetize today and save for tomorrow. Um, you know, this is this is normal business r- rules. They still apply here, um, even though it's a hot growth industry and everybody's in it. Um, if you're not smart about it, your business will fail, and you have to be smart about it. Otherwise. Uh, you, you, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can say that will make it any any better. You you have to follow normal business rules. Right. Well, that's a, that's a good point. Um, um, and, and can you share can you share a little bit about like what what are some tips and tricks uh, that you've learned from domaining over all the years from the free days to now what's going on that people other people that are listening can use to get core brands that they may not know about. You know, not not the basic stuff, but Share a little, like, you know, secret strategies that you've used in the past to get the domain name that you wanted or to help it monetize better or what have you. Well, you know, I've sat there years ago and um, just just hit the, the WHOIS registries over and over and over and um, waited for domains to become available all the way to using our automated tools and, and custom scoring scripts that we use today um, to, to try to get the good names. Um, really, I think that the, the, the rule is... It's not a crazy genie bottle. It's um, it's a business, and you have to be able to to look at it as a business. And um, what I'm seeing out there in the, the domain industry is a, a lot of these these people are smaller smaller time, and um, they're not monetizing correctly. They're not 
utilizing the best of breed feeds. They're not utilizing the best um, providers for the names. Uh, you know, some of these names out there are great, but they're on you know, second tier parking services. Um, they're they're not doing what what's in the best interest for those domain names when they have these top tier domain names. So you know, some of them you want to pick. Uh, for, for yourself and, and develop them and, and grow the domain name, but um, you, you see a lot of, of really elementary um, domain name um, owners out there not monetizing correctly. They're not um, they're, they're not doing what's in the best interest of those domain names. Right, and and you feel you feel the best interest of the domain names is to uh, I mean just go into it just a little bit. I mean, what's uh, the how are you peeling back the different domain names that you own and making sure they're on the right channel so that you are getting the best bang for the buck on each one of those domain names? Really, you just have to test and retest and and um, test different services, try them out, and then do it constantly. Um, that, that's the only way we can tell. You know, do some research, do some homework, find out. Um, what feeds these providers are using. Make sure that uh, you know they're being upfront and honest with you and disclosing um, how how the traffic the, the traffic's monetizing. Use some accountability tools to uh, to see how many impressions are coming to your site. Um, you know, if you have to host your own DNS for a while, um, so you can, if you so you can double check that your stats are matching up to their stats. Exactly. If you're getting ten thousand impressions to a domain name and they're showing. 7,000, either, um, you know, something's happening too slow uh, or you never know. I mean, they're unscrupulous characters, and uh, these these services, they they pop up. They're here today, gone tomorrow. So um, you want to make sure that your numbers sync up, that that you're getting paid on time, and um, and that it all works out. Right. Well, great. Um, Now, just just to, you know, before we end up, give us a, you know, two-minute blurb on uh, the launch of ParkingPanel.com. I know that uh, we're going to position Traffic Club to be a part of that program for you, Uh, but um, explain explain what's being developed, why you think it's important to launch, and uh, where you see it in the marketplace. Okay. Parking Panel is our uh, domain um, management system. Basically, you, you sign up, you give us all of your domain names, and you pick your services. And what we do is we rotate um, all of your domain names through uh, the, the services that you've picked. Now, you put your own services in there. So if you're on Traffic Club or um, you know um, Domain Sponsor or um, Gold Key or whatever system you're on, um, you, you rotate through um, all of those systems. You monetize the, the, the traffic, and you go back, you check your own numbers, you have the relationships directly with each parking service. So, um, you know, they cut the checks directly. We're not a middleman. We are just a redirection service. And um, really what we want to do is form a layer of transparency between um, domain owners and um, and parking services. Uh, right now there are a lot of people out there that um, they trust pointing their name service to a random domain service that may be here today and gone tomorrow. Um, we provide you with the stats. We let you geo-target. We let you geo-slice. So um, if you're performing really well for a certain domain name, but UK traffic uh, isn't monetizing, you can send all the UK traffic to a second provider. Um, if um, you're providing really good during um, the, the, the U.S. hours, um, at night in the U.S., you can send, um, you, you can day part your traffic. So um, you, you send that to a different provider at night. Um, th- there are a lot of different metrics you can judge, and basically we don't we, we optimize and we rotate. But you go back, you look at your RPMs, you see how much revenue you're generating, and you pick your own services and you place your own services. 
and we're transparently that's just a tool for you to pick uh, the, the different parking services that, that you have to choose from. Right, and there, and uh, how many are signed up? Uh, um, how many are signed up to you already? Currently, right now, we we have seven or eight. Hopefully, we'll have them all by Traffic East um, in, in Hollywood. I understand you guys are doing the auction there. Yeah, yeah, we're doing a, a huge domain auction there. I'm on a, I'm on a domain financing panel as well, uh, but we're holding a live domain auction. We're expected to sell between five and ten million dollars worth of domain names at that uh, at that uh, uh, conference. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah. So hopefully we'll have everybody on board uh, by Traffic East, and really we're out there to uh, to put the word out and um, to provide a layer of transparency. So um, we're basically just a tool to to make sure that everybody's getting the the most value for their monetization efforts, and their domain names are being monetized uh, as well as they can be. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. That's uh, one of the purposes of Traffic Club. Um, is that it has multiple feeds in the system for that very reason and uh, mm-hmm. actually does the self-optimization and self-monetization for you so you don't have to figure out which one does would do well. Because like you said, different systems monetize better on a domain-by-domain basis. Oh, there's, no way for you to determine, um, there's no way for you to know which domain names are best in, in a particular industry segment because the, the, um, the, um, the market and the, and the advertising business changes on a minute-by-minute basis around the world, 24 hours a day, and there's new deals struck at every minute on all the different networks, primarily Google and Yahoo, but against each other even. And so it's uh, always hard to find out whether you're in the best place. And so that's what your system is going to do is help out with that, and that's what Traffic Club does as well. Oh, definitely. And, you know, one of the things that we do uh, as far as the transparency goes is you know, we give full access to the server logs. We let you see which bots are hitting um, the names. We let you see um, pr- pretty much we're transparent layers, so you can see, okay, who's going to the site, what pages are they looking for, and where did we send this traffic. So. Uh, we let you slice and dice it up as as much as uh, as you need to, and uh, and hopefully we can we can find a good uh, find a good dynamic, and and we've got a live forum on there as well. But uh, j- just so you can uh, can pick your domain names, and and if you have any questions, discuss it in a community setting. Great. Well, Roy, it was great having you on the show, and uh, we really appreciate the helpful hints and uh, the 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 years of experience that you've had uh, with domaining and also uh, being successful with uh, StormWest. And uh, where can people come to help? I mean, can people come to you and um, uh, with their domain names and, and um, you know, drive revenue and traffic through the CPA networks that you guys have developed? Do you guys have that set up so you can oh, help de- other people monetize? Definitely. On Parking Panel, really our angle with it is we, we have a bonus pop-up feature, which um, we hope to integrate a little bit deeper into the system to where if uh, you want to redirect to a CPA network, eventually we'll have that path to go down. So cool. if you have a, a mortgage name, we can send it to one of our mortgage sites, and you can really test that out and know your metrics between that and, and your feed providers. Cool. All right, well, thank you very much for uh, being on the show. Uh, where, what's the best place people can get a hold of you in case they have any additional questions or want to ask more questions about how they can work with your company? Okay, if uh, you can go to stormwest.com or, or email me direct at rbarrett, B-A-R-R-E-T-T, at stormwest.com. Great. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. We look forward to working with you also as a domain company, and uh, we'll see you at Traffic East on uh, October 24th. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks a lot, Roy. Uh-huh. Okay, folks, uh, stay tuned. We're going we're gonna to do a short commercial break and be back on with uh, Roy, I mean with uh, Carrie Landry. Uh, stay tuned. and we'll be back in a minute. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. 
The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types, Hooker, Escort, Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes, one click, great results. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Digimax, the soap opera for the Internet Society. Coming soon to webmasterradio.fm. Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Susan Brutton dishes up delicious news and gossip while interviewing the glitterati of the Web 2.0 world. Digimax, this fall, only on webmasterradio.fm. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. Webmasterradio.fm We're the coolest place around. Webmasterradio.fm Domain Masters. Are you still master of your domain? Yes. (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the show. And again, uh, special thanks to uh, Roy Barrett from uh, Stormwest. Uh, In the podcast, you're going to get some really good points, so make sure you download the the podcast of the show to uh, listen to Roy's uh, uh, interview again. My next guest, uh, who I also met at SES uh, a couple weeks ago, is Gary Landry. Gary is the current CEO of SEO 
Extreme Holdings. Uh, he was the former CEO of Fredericks of Hollywood. We should uh, definitely get into hear about how he's, he made the Internet and the catalog section successful on the web. Um, he was the co-founder and chief operating officer of EC Works, uh, which was an e-commerce consulting company. And also, uh, he was one of the founders of the e-commerce and strate- strategic planning departments at Tech Data Corporation. So he's had a lot of experience in the online uh, vertical e-commerce and uh, and also the SEO industry. Gary, welcome to Domain Masters. Well, thank you, Monty. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad to have you on. So give me a little bit of background about, uh, about yourself, how you got into the Internet business, and uh, some of the key points that you've learned from your past experience that's helped you start SEO Extreme Holdings today? But the, my start in the Internet goes way back to the days when the Internet was not able to be uh, used to sell anything. It was just really a communication device between uh, universities and for the military. And that was part of how I got started at uh, Tech Data Corporation. We studied the Internet, and we were since we were a wholesale distributor, we're looking for a, an economical avenue to be able to transmit data and, you know, get off on the cheap, be able to use a, a free communication mechanism to transmit millions of pieces of data to all of the uh, resellers that we sold to. So that was kind of the, the start of that. And for a, a probably half of my career, it was really all about being on the the wholesale side of things, selling to almost a captive audience. When you're a, a corporation like Tech Data, about $20 billion in sales, they, the resellers really only have a choice of three or four outlets to get to uh, to get their product, so you know that was more a captive audience. It didn't it didn't involve any search engine optimization. Search engines back in the in the day when I was I was getting going uh, really weren't used for much. There was you know the, the early foundings of uh, or, or fledgling foundings of Yahoo's just starting. But uh, really, uh, the the first my first introduction to the internet was really with a captive audience. So it was a business to business transaction. People pretty much had to come and, and uh, at least give us a try. And it was up to us to you know, to make that uh, experience as, as good as we could get it. Uh, the real uh, first experience I had with uh, search engine optimization and, and with a consumer transaction where it wasn't so much a captive audience was Fredericks of Hollywood. And there uh, had the uh, the opportunity to both use the Internet and catalog and kind of intermix them from a marketing standpoint uh, in order to drive business. And we drove, it was, I was very fortunate at Fredericks that they didn't do it very well <laughs> before I got there. So the uh, the rate of growth there was was pretty phenomenal, and it was my first experience with a paper catalog, and being able to utilize that uh, both to to drive sales and more importantly to drive people to the internet where it was it was less expensive for again for us to uh, to take orders. Now, did you um, when you first got there? What percentage of of internet sales would you think would you say was occurring before you got there, and then what did it end up to be afterwards? Before I got there, the uh, the internet sales were probably less than a half percent of the business for the company. And when I left there, I was there for about three years, I took them into and out of uh, uh, Chapter 11 because uh, there, there was other financial problems that were going on at the time. So uh, by the time I left there, it was about uh, 35 to 40 percent of the, the company revenue. So would you say the Internet, um, the introduction of, of, of turning around Internet sales really helped the company come back out of bankruptcy? Huge. It was huge from a cash flow standpoint. It was... Uh, from a just from a cust the brand and and uh, the demographic of customer being able to reach a much younger customer base because there's not all not all customers really especially in the the female eighteen to twenty five uh, age bracket they were much more savvy on shopping on the internet than they were receiving a paper catalog through the mail so it it 
are going to going to the uh, Frederick's retail outlet, retail stores. And what, what just to get an idea of what that percentage means, what was annual sales for Frederick's of Hollywood? Um, even though even though they are a uh, been a company around for a long time, they're a private company, and I can't really divulge the uh, the exact sales, but they were they were north of. Three hundred million dollars in sales. Okay, okay. So, so significant, uh, close to ninety, hundred million dollars of the business was online, uh, basically exactly. when you got done. Exactly. Which is very significant. Okay, good, good. Now, take us into um, uh, your current role on what you do, and uh, and also SEO Extreme Holdings. What I do now, I am uh, actually the CEO of a, a, a startup, intimate apparel company uh, called Jean Andre, and we run uh, two websites now. We're going to be running four websites. Dealing with again a consumer transaction where we sell uh, women's intimate apparel, mostly some men, but mostly women, to an internet customer. And uh, there, we've because we are a startup, we use the combination of pay-per-click campaigns that we still use pretty effectively today, and a mixture of SEO and getting you know search engine getting us ranked in the uh, in the competitive world of intimate apparel is pretty tough because that world is kind of blended or um, Really competitive, with, real competitive, right? It's it's competitive because a lot of the adult industry and the porn industry, which has huge budgets and very very competitive on the way they go after uh, search engine optimization, we're competing with some of them also. Even though we don't sell any of their products and don't, we're not you know we're not an adult site. You know, it's really it's really a, we're selling you know intimate apparel, whether it be bras, panties, you know, uh, sleepwear, whatever. The uh, you do find yourself competing in that world. With a very competitive, uh, very competitive industry, right? And they're and they're pros because they've been monetizing um, their websites for a lot for a very long time and have uh, have really, um, you know, done a great job of uh, of monetization, SEO, keyword buying, uh, dominating domain names, all kinds of stuff. So uh, it's a hard space to compete with because they're good at what they do. Exactly, and and I actually study the the adult industry and the the uh, porn industry quite a bit from a marketing standpoint. Because they seem to be the leading edge or bleeding edge of anything that's new and innovative coming out. So you know, being able to to watch and study what they do, and then find a way to apply it to you know to the more mainstream industries, uh, is is something that we we constantly do. Right. Well, ironically, uh, many many of their their core businesses are now flowing back into the uh, mainstream industry, and uh, they're they're using, like you said, they're using their core strengths of what's made them successful in the uh, adult industry and bringing it over to the mainstream. And a lot of the uh, domain buyers in the mainstream side are now uh, the former adult guys, and uh, and they're very successful at what they do. Exactly. So that's uh, that's very interesting. So tell us about um, SEO Extreme Holdings. Uh, which is another venture that you're currently involved in. And uh, basically the reason why I had you on the show is because you and I had a, a nice side discussion uh, in one of the aisleways at SES, and um, you talked to me about your domain experience and, and a new approach that you have um, that you're going to be introducing on you know, bringing up domain names in a different manner than they currently are today. Exactly. And what, what we've seen and what I guess the great preponderance of domainers are doing now is basically parking pages and you know, optimizing on either mistypes or on you know people curious about a particular word with a dot com following it uh, th- there's good business to be had in that that's a, a good uh, business to to be in and a good way to go about it for a short term. What we kept on seeing from our just from our own domains is that even though we had pretty good traffic we could we found that by doing just a little bit of work uh, and, and in some cases a lot of work on our on our end, we could get the domains ranked in the search engines for organic search. And get more than you know 
10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times the volume of just type-in traffic. So we figured on taking a short-term and long-term approach, get the domains up, get them, you know, get them up and running with either a park page or with a Google AdWords uh, or YPN, you know, the, the Yahoo network uh, ads, get some monetization occurring. And while that's going on, then we, we started experimenting with a couple of different techniques of, you know, it's, it's all the basics, keywords, content, links. So we went after, you know, keyword analysis and, and looking at what niches that we could get into that were competitive but not out of the, out of the realm of possibility. We wanted to achieve monetization pretty quickly, so we didn't look at anything that was going to take a four-, five-, or six-year time frame, something much shorter. Then on content, uh, that's recently uh, been a little more competitive and a little harder to, to get at because the uh, unique content filters that uh, Google in particular are using uh, is is getting more effective. So trying to find unique content and an auto- and a- approach to get that content up quickly has been a, a little bit of a challenge, but it's something that you know that we're working on uh, fixing. And then finally, the linking piece, uh, being able to link from both sites that you own, uh, uh, sites that, that we would call sacrificial sites, you know, our feeder sites, sites that we don't expect to monetize, but we expect to help boost the search engine rankings of our, quote, money sites, the sites that we expect to make money on. So doing all that, uh, we spent quite a bit of time and a lot of testing, uh, doing things pretty scientific about, you know, doing split tests and seeing what worked, what didn't work, controlled tests where we change one thing on one website, not on the other, and see what it did across the Google, Yahoo, and MSN space. And what we really came to the conclusion is, conclusion is that in a manual process, it's just too hard. We we would not be willing to do that much work to achieve the goals that, that uh, we were trying to get to on monetization. So we that's when we set upon this path, and that's one of the things you and I spoke about is the automation of all these things, right? Which which adds a new which adds a new um, kind of a new uh, spectrum into the domain monetization business, which is you know something we're deep into. So I thought it was very interesting because um, um, you know parking is now prevalent, domain parking, people are making a lot of money parking, and everybody's flirting with some site developments um, uh, on their parking pages, mixing in AdWords and and other types of link linking strategies along with some content thinking that it's going to monetize better um, you know we're, we're, we're preaching an approach where you know sure we have tons of customers that just have a, par- a portfolio they're just parking all their domain names they're making lots of money and they don't really have to do much work but there are some others that are serious about taking advantage like I just had you know Roy on from uh, from Storm West and there are certain niches that perform extremely well with content on CPA networks uh, through affiliate networks those types of things that you can double triple quadruple your parking revenue if you're in the right niche with the right content and the right conversion exactly exactly and that's that's what we've seen personally from the the areas that we've you know, that we've gone into is that we can get we, we can, because we don't have a huge portfolio, we probably have about uh, between 700 and 900 uh, domain names, uh, URLs that we have, and we make a decent amount of income. But what we've really seen is with uh, right now about five domains are outperforming hundreds of domains just because we're able to get them ranked and because they, you know, it's a competitive term. There are a lot of searches. Uh, we get a lot of traffic through by, you know, by you know, taking that approach, and, and I agree with uh, you know uh, your analysis, and also with Roy's, the 
the days of park pages making money is still going to be here for the you know for the foreseeable future. But the order of magnitude income you can get from getting ranked and not having to put out a huge amount of work for the you know for the income that you get off of it, I think is a more strategic view of, of where you can go with domaining. Right, right, definitely, and and the facts are the facts, and that is, uh, I was on this panel at SES, and um, um, both Google and Yahoo verified the stats that are out there from a number of different sources. Ten to fifteen percent of their current search income, uh, of all their search income, comes from type-in direct navigation domain names, exactly. and if you can mix, um, you know. Parking page solutions, along with uh, the approach that you're taking, and then you know some of the affiliate networks that are taking, you can really take advantage of of the gold mine that's out there at a next level. I mean, we're at a certain level where you know no no one would think they can make money by just sitting on just having a domain name going to a you know linguistically driven ad page, but now you can take it to the next level and make it a place where people come back and visit. Exactly, and the the thing that that uh, like I said, where where we ran into a little bit of difficulty is that. It was hard work. If you're going to hand crank out pages, that's a hard thing. I mean, the the people that do that, and the the major, say, the major news sites, you know, the CNNs of the world and the Yahoo News of the world, they have huge staffs, and they've, you know, they're public companies, well funded. They're able to to uh, you know, with large IT staff, they're able to take and put out a lot of information, building up their brand. Well, what we've tried to do, uh, you know, for our own ourselves personally, and now this tool that we're building is really how do you make a website look like it was done, you know, coded by hand, developed by hand, put up, you know, put up by hand so it has that human look and feel, passes what we call the sniff test, the human test, not all, in addition to the robot test. It's very easy to fool the robots to think that you've put up a page and everything is, is great. They're, they're not that linguistically sophisticated at this point to be able to take and look at real, real junk content. They can look at repeating words, but uh, if you have... Uh, a fairly uh, formulated sentence that that makes sense on a in a kind of in a broad sense, but if a human to read it, they'd say, "Wow, this is really you know it's really poor content because I I don't understand what's what they're trying to get across, what the point is." Uh, if you take and and go the converse of that and say every piece of content you put out is going to be great content, and every piece of content that you put out is going to be not only linked into but linked out of in a uh, in SEO optimized fashion to do all that and do the the other things that we consider how you make a site non-footprintable like random registration registering ha- you know, having your registration of different sites on different days random IPs where you're not running all of your sites on the same IP mm-hmm. random random links per page random number of links random templates CSS files articles and feeds being randomized and then what type of content? Do you put an article in a news feed? Do you put two news feeds in an article? Having that randomized. And then finally, the time of day that, it's up, that it appears on the web and day of week is all randomized. Well, or, do, or, or time of year. Exactly, exactly. You know, if it's, if it's a seasonal business, it doesn't make sense you know, for you to, to be putting out lots and lots of, of information on it you know, out of season, the the reason being not not because it wouldn't help you from a ranking standpoint in the short term, but long term, it just doesn't pass the sniff test. You know, well the season you know the season's over in basketball. Why you know what's all this hundred thousand pages a day going up on this basketball site? Right. You know, it, it just it's everything that w- that we're trying to to automate is keep you under the radar screen. There's no now, reason th- to now. It sounds like you know when you really think about all those things that you described in detail. You know that is the key. Those are the key. I had Bruce Clay on, uh, you know, back in July, and uh, 
And um, he, he walked through a scenario where, you know, uh, using the 80-20 rule, you know, you can probably get indexed on the, uh, you know, on the first, you know, within the first three pages of Google. But to really get on the first page in the first three spots, you've got to really sweat the small stuff. You just exactly. mentioned five or six major things that are sweating the small stuff, but no one has the time, energy, knowledge, you know, the general person does in any way, uh, especially the domain parky, Parker or, you know, even the sophisticated domainer that's not really into their own, you know, really into their own semantics and uh, development and all kinds of other stuff. Those are things that really get you to the next level by getting that granular into your strategy, correct? That's correct. And, and that's even for, even for us, and we have some pretty sophisticated programmers and, and detailed techie guys, even for us, it just got tiring. I mean, it's, if every piece that you put up, you have to go through this, you know, 30 or 40 uh, item checklist to make sure that you have covered all your tracks, making sure that there's no possible way to trace, you know, for the, the engines to trace back and find that you're doing this in an automated fashion. Uh, that's, you know, that's tough to do, uh, you know, when you're doing it by hand. I mean, I've, I've failed victim to, in the early days, you know, the, the automated page generators. You know, we can, you know, we can take and, and read news feeds and just put out the same thing every day and generate, you know, 100 pages a day, 1,000 pages a day, 10,000 pages a day, and just spit them out there. You know, that, that used to work, you know, about three years ago, two years ago. That's, that doesn't work anymore, on, on, especially on, on Google, where they're getting more and more sophisticated. So just the taking, taking uh, search engine optimization from a technical level and make it more a forms-based, you know, fill-in-the-blank type of, of approach is really what we thought we had to do for ourselves. And once we did it for ourselves, we started thinking, you know, there's a lot of people that, that would like to do that, and there's, there's so many niches out there to make money on. We're certainly not worried about anyone stepping over anyone else there you know it's we really believe in in kind of our approach we try and go after niches that no one else is in you know we will we'll take a hundred niches that we can get ranked number one and you know on, on the first page of google in say six months or four months over one site that's going to take you know six years we have that you know we've we've done that with one one instance uh one of the sites that we have that we're ranked number one in google for a very competitive term in the uh, sports area we can, we're competing against 49 million pages, and we're ranked number one. Just like Bruce Clay was saying, we didn't get there by just randomly putting stuff up. We really had to sweat the small stuff and get all those details that we just discussed, you know, kind of ironed out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it sounds like it's a complicated process, but you're, do you basically have it, I mean, with, with high degree of confidence that you've been able to get to the majority of these small things and basically automi- uh, automatically, you know, uh, you know, do this for a particular domain name. Like, so give me an example about how this process is going to work. If uh, if we put you as a supplement on Traffic Club, for instance, and now somebody is okay, they've been parking for a while, and now they want to get it to the next level, like we're talking about. Right. Give me an idea or a map of what the process is going to be and what the cost would be on something like that. Is it a rev share? Do they have to pay in advance for the development? You know, what? How's this all going to work? Typically, on, from a, a costing standpoint, it's a pretty much a subscription service. And subscription service takes care of everything. It takes care of the software, the content, the hosting, everything. And the the background of all the people that are involved is, you know, I'm from Fortune 500 IT background, and so are the other uh, developers. So it's not on a you know it's not on a server sitting in someone's living room. You know, these are in data centers, full racks, colo facilities, you know, Halon fire equipment diesel generator back up the whole thing because it's you, when you get to a certain level of income you really can't afford to be without that income 
You know, it's, you, you don't want to have any downtime. So that you know, that on the financial side, that's what's that's what's going on. It's a you know, subscription service. We've not actually set the the amount yet, but it will it will be very competitive with just raw basic hosting. If, hosting. If you just went and said, I want to host my site on some nickel and dime site for you know a very low dollar amount per month, it'll be very competitive with that. But what you're going to get is all of the things that that you know we talked about randomizing through a forms-based input. So, for instance, you register through moniker.com. What we would want to do is have that automatically set up with the DNS transfer pointing it to the right box mm-hmm. so that they don't have to worry about that. Right. They put in a keyword, and we're currently loading our, our database now has about 4 million keywords. By the time we're finished with the uh, getting ready for the beta, we'll probably have in the order of maybe 100 to 200 million keywords. So they can do some keyword research, but, of course, they can certainly use word tracker, keyword discovery, any of the tools that they're used to, load up a handful of keywords. That kind of sets the theme of the website so that that particular website now has has been uh, themed appropriately, and we now know from those keywords what we're going to link to and how we're going to link into it. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, uh, so, so is there an idea of what that cost is going to be? Do you have an idea what that cost is going to be per, is it per domain, per, per customer? What is it? It'll, it'll be what we're thinking of doing is doing a bundled service where it'll be per customer and you'll get blocks of domains. So, you know, for a block of, say, 50 domains, you can take in, and, you know, set these all up. The, the thing that it will, that it also does is from a, these feeder sites and money sites, you put your feeder sites in, the sites you're willing to sacrifice, and it will deep link from the feeder sites into any and all of your money sites. So it, it's kind of, it's it is one way linking and not round robin or mininet. We when we were doing a lot of our testing, mininet seemed to work for a while. You know, link A to B, B to C, C back to A. Right. But uh, recently, that's you know, I'd say about a year ago or a year and a half ago, they're on to those. They 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 really understood that. So from a strategic standpoint, we've taken the approach of You've got to have A link to B, B link to C, A link to C, and C is your money site. So all C, all they look at from your money site is that it's getting inbound links from sites that are all themed appropriately for you know for your industry, and each of those sites has external links. You know, get whether it's coming from blogs, social networks like Flickr or MySpace, but all of those things instead of having to go out and do them by hand, really it's it's in a in a we're st- we're now working on our quick setup screen. The quick setup screen probably has six parameters you set, hit go and you're done. If that's all you want to do, you will get, you know, a certain level of success. Those that are going to are going to, you know, get their their sites ranked higher if they're in the same industry using the same tool are those that really focus in on the content. So, you know, we we've, we've got uh writing arrangements with uh, freelance uh people that will be putting out a lot of articles very inexpensively as well as, you know, news feeds uh, press releases, anything that we can take and blend where we don't get un- where we don't get duplicate content, because we're you know we're very aware, especially as a hot topic at SES this year, you know the the Google uh, has in their sites duplicate content and they're getting pretty sophisticated about finding it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that sounds very interesting. Um, and a, and a, a proposed cost per block of fifty. Have you have you guys decided on what that cost is going to be yet, or is it too early to to reveal that? Too early to reveal in in detail. We're thinking it's going to probably be around ten, you know, around a ten dollar per site per month, which is kind of basic hosting that you get on a on a shared box. These will be all dedicated boxes, and you know again when you when you're 
So that's fine. That's not bad at all. So it's, it's yeah. a, so so you're going to be able to very ju- you know pretty realistically justify the ROI on that. Um, well, if they're hosting at all anywhere and having to do any manual work at all, this this will be a uh, a dream for them. You know to be able to do this. And what we uh, what part of the challenge that we have with ourselves is we're going to try and see what you know what would it take if we had to realistically match content for content, page for page, in in just time. You know, if a lot of people that are that are already making good on the uh you know, at the domainer level, the type in traffic, you know, if even if they value their time very, very little, if they if they just want to spend some time and not invest in technology, we can come up with a, a pretty you know, a pretty good estimate of how many hours is it going to take to do it by hand versus what does this automated system do? And it, it really becomes a no brainer. I mean if we we couldn't keep up with the domains that we had loading them with new information every day when we're doing it by hand uh, just because of the hours in the day ran out. Yeah, yeah. yeah it didn't matter how much money we we were making. We just ran out of hours in the day. Right, all right. That's that's my problem. <laughs> I'm running out of hours in the day. And I'm on I'm on so many hours of the day. Um, well, Gary, it sounds very interesting. We look forward to working with that. Um, just before I I, uh, I let let this interview go, um, we always try to get some really key tips and tricks. Uh, you're a seasoned professional. You've been in the business a long time. Um, give us a couple, uh, you know, really good pointers, uh, things that maybe people don't know about, some secrets that you've learned throughout the years that will help the listening audience uh, be more successful with what they do. You know, not the common layman thing, but, sure. you know, sure. some very strategic things that you know about that you've learned that nobody else really knows about that you can share with everybody. Okay. The, uh, you hit the nail on the head when you said strategic. The, the first thing, oh, just kind of an overall of any, any of my advice, would be to take a strategic viewpoint. Do not... You know, read the forums and the you know these uh, you know so-called gurus and experts, and take every word that they say as gospel. That would be my. If, I, if there's any one great piece of knowledge to impart, is keep strategically focused on keywords, content, and links. So you know that is an overall. From you know from digging down into that, I'd say linking in uh, tomorrow's world. One of the things that I think they. At SES, they tipped off a little bit. Uh, both Matt Cutts and some of the other guys at Google, as well as Yahoo, were tipping off. Is that you need to link other than the homepage. Homepage is great, but but, but you, need to, the site. you need to be deep linking all over the place because they're they're going to start ma- patterning and and modeling sites like CNN, sites like Yahoo. Do all the links for CNN go to the homepage? I don't think so. I think they're they're you know have a spattering or smattering throughout the site. That's going to be critical, and that's we're already starting to see that a little bit in Google in some of the testing that we're doing. Is that if you have a, a site that's more well-rounded with a link structure, a variety of link text, and a variety of where the links go to, that I'd say is is probably the biggest piece of information from a link standpoint. From a content standpoint, the the only secret tip I could give you is that don't just copy from a news feed. Don't just put a news feed in. Uh, like everyone else, you know, with just a, uh, a standard script, because those pages are going to be pretty much worthless. I mean, they're 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 at least sophisticated enough to know that you've got the same block of text as someone else just rearranged. Not to say that you can't randomly swizzle a Yahoo newsfeed, an MSN newsfeed, and a Google newsfeed to create your own unique page, you know, which which is something that you can certainly do. But just taking Yahoo News and publishing it. From a content standpoint, uh, that's just taking up storage space, and it's doing you no good. Good. So Any, anything else that uh, is, is worth mentioning? 
uh, from a key, and I guess the last point from a keyword standpoint, I had mentioned a little bit about it earlier in our conversation. Don't go after the big terms with you know with the the big competition. If you think you're going to be ranked number one for sex in two months, in three months, in three years, you know, you're barking up the wrong tree. You know, go after the tail. Exactly. Speaking if you want to. Exactly. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, yeah. So hit but, the tail and and hit uh, you know hit a niche in the tail, right? Exactly. And take, the tail is very very long. Yeah. Take take a thousand keywords in the tail and get five hits per day on those, and you'll pick up five thousand hits. Much easier than going after the number you know the the top of the the uh, the number one rated term. Where it's going to take you much longer. Not that you're not going to get there, and not that from a strategic standpoint. But you go broke you, before you before you see exactly. The results. Yeah, right. get some get some income up front, and then go for that strategic number one. You know, over the two or three year time frame. Well, Gary, it was great to have you on the show. I really appreciate the insight and your your wealth of knowledge of the industry. And uh, of course, you've you've had a lot of experience with all the different corporations you've led and uh, and been a part of. What's the um, is it too early to give out contact information to, uh, about your new product and service, or should they wait uh, until the thing's launched? Or, you know, what's probably, the best way to get a hold of you? Probably wait a little bit longer. We're we're not uh, not ready quite yet for you know for that. They can uh, email they'll, they'll me through me, and then uh, I'll, I'll I'll be able to refer that when we get uh, get lined up with you. Absolutely, that that would be a great day for everyone. All right, great, Gary. Well, thanks a lot for being on uh, Domain Masters, and uh, I hope to have you back on when we're ready to launch the launch the the new business. Very good. Okay, Look take care. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, that was a great show. Uh, sorry, I went over a little bit. Uh, it's eight eighteen, so we went over eighteen minutes, but uh, some really good content here tonight, and uh, hopefully, you all got some great tips uh, from the two different guests that we've had on. Uh, um, uh, as you know, we're we're really trying on the shows to have at least one domainer and then one industry expert um, uh, so that you get a, um, two sides of the industry all times. So somebody that's on the domain industry side of some way with new product, new service, new strategy, new new uh, new content, things like that. And then somebody that's already in the domain business that's being very successful with their domain strategy, um, you know, sharing their wealth of knowledge, their experience, their their mistakes and their trips and uh, tricks and tips uh, of being successful. And uh, I appreciate all of my guests who are, have been very open uh, to their strategies and sharing their knowledge. Um, as you know, Domain Masters and Moniker.com, our company, are very focused on sharing knowledge and working with our competitors and working with our partners to um, strengthen the core foundation of our industry so that everybody learns and is, is successful. It's uh, not time to cut people's legs out and um, to cut people's heads off in the competitive market we're in, but to work together to strengthen the market together. So hopefully you get a lot out of that. Next week, we'll have another live show, obviously, on Domain Masters. Uh, uh, some great guests uh, uh, to come, and uh, I want everybody to be the master of their domain, and we'll see you next Wednesday live on Domain Masters. Take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.